This episode of Grade 43 is brought to you by On Trajectory. See where your money is taking you at ontrajectory.com. Somewhere out there is a class that has no teacher. A grade that leads to no degree. Recess is all but a memory. The children call the shots and the pets are merciless. There are no meetings. But there are still conference calls and always homework. Two middle-aged men with a guitar problem in the form of a podcast. Welcome to Grade 43. Get off my lawn. My voice is primed. I always blow out my voice at bars. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) That's the worst. I know exactly what you mean. Like you come home and you're talking to people and they're like, why are you talking like that? You're like, what do you mean? Yeah. Exactly. It was great. I had a good time. I talked to Steve. Right. Exactly. I haven't seen him in years. And Steve then the band and came financing. Out. I kind of <laughs> had to go. Well, I'm going to hit record. Well, yes. do we want to? Yeah, I guess we could capture some of this. Okay. I got lucky because Ooh, we don't do nice. a lot of events for my company. It's like that's a couple a, times a, a, a couple times you a year. So that makes me happy. And this was eight minutes from my house. So oh, that's, and, you can't and there's that. people coming from Florida. So it's like, I got to go. Oh, like, I, I, yeah. I can't, I can't like leave them all hanging. Uh, and, and Minimally, not, I mean, no matter what, like the minimum level of involvement you could have had, you could have shown up and then been like, oh my God, I got to go check on my kids. She's literally right down the street. And then you just never show back up again. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Save that for next time. That's a good one. <laughs> They all definitely people were not leaving. You know, this is like a once a year thing. We're not 20 year olds. So once you get the permission to leave the house, you're kind of like, ah, I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) I'm I'm going. (laughs) So, yeah. Yep. It was good. It was good. good. Anyway. Damn, dude. Are we on? Was that our cold open already? Or is that our cold open? I don't know. Could be. We're not we're not like veteran podcasters, no. but we do have, as you like to say it, an album's worth. So that's right. Yeah. Well, you know, most podcasts I know all start with the sentiment that they're back. Like right. they went away. It's almost like object permanence doesn't exist among podcast listeners, right? Because mm. every podcast host comes back and goes, All right, we're back. Just like we do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, we're back. Right. 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 <laughs> Love it. That's great. Now I just need to find our file so I can remember all the. I have a million topics that I want to talk yeah. about. You know. Yeah. This is and this is definitely whatever sticks to the fridge kind of stuff. But we have a lot of different ingredients. I feel like. Oh my goodness. No, I mean like I'm excited about today. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, I, think- I do have a piece of follow up. Yes. Um, that's critical. Yes. Um, but I think it works out because we gave people a lot of time to absorb the last episode that we did with Shaker. <laughs> Which is needed, right? <laughs> Which is needed. And I didn't realize how much it was needed until I was told by my loving family that a 26-minute um, music segue was uh, a little bit unexpected. <laughs> we should have told people about that or done something to it. I was like, whatever. There was chapters. So... 
Was there a 26-minute um, segue? Think, you know what I think what it was? When we recut the episode, uh, fans, a little bit behind the curtain, I grabbed the wrong MP3 file because like, I couldn't find the original one, and I just assumed it was the short one. Yeah. And I guess I just kind of visually got lost in the, in the tape and was like, yep, there we go. That's good. Did your family listen to it? How do they know there's a 23-minute yeah, musical they, they did they did science i think i don't know i haven't even got they could be lying i i haven't even gone back to check myself <laughs> that's, that's but it sounds believable it totally yeah, sounds i mean believable. it does yeah yeah so that was my follow-up and i think i put a note in there i think all the stuff that we had up above that was stuff we were going to use when we did the last one so we're into the cold open then i mean you have something about tuners i always have something about tuners <laughs> <laughs> I Wait, do want a tuner and they exist. I just don't have one that is rechargeable. I'm sick of phone bad. I don't I like, or watch oh, batteries, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. like, come on people. Is it a CR2025? Oh my goodness. A, that yeah. just makes me, it's like having to click through three things. If you want to sign it, it's like, Oh, yeah. nope. You just lost me as a potential customer because I'm not clicking I, on three things. Yeah. Other than I do find like the physical properties of a watch battery kind of pleasing it's like hmm, it's like this little coin of a battery it's kind of neat it's like more high tech the right so than the big can, old kids battery <laughs> yeah so i can recommend to you a couple of rechargeable ones um one the prs one which i'm partial to because yeah I'm that guy and then the daddario one that's it's like no bigger than a quarter um, dude yeah we'll put we'll put a link in the in the notes that's it's awesome yeah. that's awesome that's awesome because I, oh my God, my headphone is pretty stuck here. One second. My headphones are like <laughs> attached to the chair. Everything's rusty and covered with cobwebs and we might have to oil things halfway through. Yeah. And I got podcast. like some allergies or something. Yeah. This is going to be part of the conversation a little bit later, but as I move towards using an amp again, it's like, I need a tuner now again. So, yeah. uh, cause like the HX stomp has an awesome tuner on it and it's very easy to access but if I'm not using the HX stomp all the time, now I need to tune and it's like, yeah. I need to. A... And, and tuning live is different than any, uh, any other yes. kind of application. That's where like, it actually matters. It's, I find it like super nerve wracking. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so I said it so live, so let's just jump right into that. Uh, yeah. You said something about live music with other yeah. musicians. Like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what is that? Tell me, I, tell me more about that. I mean, like this is completely shifted everything for me right like okay calamar pre-pandemic playing in bands practicing just enough for our band so it's rehearsals occasionally which means a couple of days before the rehearsal i go and i practice 20 songs and i get ready for the show then pandemic hits no more band okay i'm gonna brush up on guitar two and a half years of trying to stay focused on practicing guitar but then often going off on rabbit holes that are not useful and modes. then what's that modes, modes. <laughs> oh for sure modes and jazz and whatever and just like getting into i know i tech i would text with you like dude my brain i'm like spiraling i need to stop worrying yeah. about like whatever three notes per string arpeggios i don't know whatever the hell i might be saying and and then i'm gonna go play live music and it's like oh wait what and now i'm discovering the world of like 
unplanned live music. So, and I don't mean like shaker style unplanned live music. Yeah. I, I mean like, Hey, here are the chords to something. Let's play it. Okay. Nice to meet you all. Let's play. So jam type of thing. I've never, yeah. my whole life I've rehearsed to play music. And the only thing that's <laughs> improvised is something like that's it's a talent show, right? Yeah. And, and solo improvisations are like not that improvised, right? Like mm -hmm. you just, it's not like, I didn't know I was going to play this today and going to play with other people like this, even though I've played music my whole life is like nerve wracking and realizing that I don't want to have a, a pedal that I don't know how it's going to sound live necessarily because I don't want to crank it up in my house. And then I can't yeah. turn knobs on it because the HX stump is amazing. I love that piece of uh -huh. hardware. I was going to sell it. I don't think I'm going to sell it because it's just so cool. does so many things. But for me, for my kind of live application, I, like, I don't need all of that. Uh, like, no, and you, and you don't want to be the guy who walks in and walks up to the sound guy and goes like, do you have any spare HDMI cables for my set? You know, it's like, that's just whatever, like a ridiculous right. level of setup. Like you got an amp, great there to like, go plug it in there. Like that's right, what I got for right, you. So you right. got, you said you can't adapt to, you know. Uh, yeah. It's very it. hard. Yeah. It's very hard. And when I was playing, I was like stepping on two pedals instead of one and things were happening. Mm. And like, I look like a nincompoop and the other dude had like one little pedal and was like, and a, oh, a little five great. watt amp. That's great. Well, I mean, one guy had like a 15 or 30 watt fender amp way too loud. He had that. I don't like that situation either. The other guy had a spark, not really enough to, mm, no. to compete with a drummer and other things. Like it's just sparks cool in your house. That's great. Yes. But yeah. like I discovered the catalyst made by line six, it uses the same technology as the HX stamp, except it's for dum dums. It's for me. It's what I need. <laughs> It's not perfect if you have a lot of needs because it's got knobs and stuff. It's got knobs, but like you can't, you can't do it. Like it's got an effect. It's got a reverb. I know reverb is an effect, but bear with me. There's a refurb thing. There's an effect and there's a boost. You can buy a two pedal thing, which I bought, which allows you to turn the effect on and off. Or you could choose to switch that to whatever one thing you want to switch on. One and channel, off. though? That's one channel. And then a channel. Okay. And then the channel means whatever. You can have two different. So there's like six amps in it. So you could go from here's pristine clean with tremolo and spring reverb and boost on. Mm -hmm. Click it. Okay. Now it's gone to cranked Marshall with flanger plate reverb boost off or whatever, or you could have two channels that are very similar. And the only thing that changes is the boost, whatever. Anyway, right. but that's all it can do. So if you're like super needy and I don't mean that in a mean way, <laughs> but like, if you then, can't take a hint, then you need pedals and that's cool. <laughs> that's all good. I don't care. I don't need all of that. This kind of suits 99% of my needs and it's an interface and it has like XLR out. Like it's just got yeah, like, so the, the effect, was, let me ask you a question. Yeah. And we'll post links to this. Like we yeah, always yeah, do because yeah. we like using the internet. Um, so the effect part, is it a loop such that you could loop it into some other sub processor for your other suite of effects? Like if you had a flange chorus, right. delay pedal type deal it, going on. So there is an effects loop okay. and you can choose to have your effects and your reverb pre or post. And I don't know how far post oh, that is. Okay. 
So it's post something. It could be after the effects loop. I'm not sure where that lands and where pre pre is probably before the preamp. No, I don't know. That is what pre means, but I don't right? know. I, I don't mean, like that's like old school pedals. If you don't have an effects loop, it all hits the preamp. So that could be it. Like, so your delay is hitting your gain stages that are in your amp. Yeah. I think I haven't, you definitely hear the difference. I haven't tried the effects loop yet, but you could, I mean, I was thinking about playing with it, but now I don't want to play with any, we're going to get back to this, but like, like, okay. Oh, I could take the HX stomp. It has an option to turn it into not an effects loop, but just a power amp. And so then you take your HX stomp with all your amp modeling and whatever else, and you plug it into that and you bypass the amps preamp and all that stuff. And you just use the power amp part of it. So what does that give you? That's kind of uh, okay. different. Okay. Here's what yep. it gives you that's kind of different. It gives you uh, a guitar amp speaker, which often that's not what people buy to use with the HX stomp. They buy yeah. like stage monitors or whatever. So here oh. you actually have an amp speaker that sounds like an amp. That's so great to you more make of that, that kind of noise. Yeah. It gives you that amp feel. Yeah. So I'm curious to hear it. That, that sounds like quite the Dr. Evil, Dr. Doofenshmirtz kind of move of like, aha, I had the HX stomp and then I used it in the middle of this other similar, like same brand, right? Line yeah, 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 yeah. Same brand. That's I think they cool. thought of that as part of it and everything anyway. So I haven't had time to do that because I'm trying to stay focused on like, why do I play music? You know, and I, I hate to get like existential, but that's like where I've been. <laughs> it's kind of like, why do I, why was it? two years of kind of not feeling fulfilled. Well, it's because I wasn't performing. Like mm. that's what I like. And maybe I would even do theater, but I don't have opportunity. I don't really go do that. So music is where I perform. I like to perform. Yeah. I like to talk to the people I perform with. That's like my adrenaline rush. I was terrified. I wasn't even going to play dude, my buddy. So my buddy's a drummer. One of the, is, is a drummer. And I texted him. I'm like, oh, there's this blues jam going on because he goes to all the blues. He didn't know about this one. And was it down at the crossroads? And then he all of a sudden showed up <laughs> and he's like, where are you, Calamar? And I'm like, uh, I guess I got to go because it's five minutes from my house. So yeah. uh, not where the work happy hour was, but it's a different bar. <laughs> anyway, um, so then I showed up and I'm like, I said, I'm not going to bring a guitar. He's like, you're bringing a guitar. I'm like, okay, I brought my guitar. I hid it in the corner. I was terrified. <laughs> I've been playing music for 30 years. I was terrified. Oh, yeah. And, and then I didn't put my name on the list. And then he put my name on the list. So then when it was time to switch, people uh -huh. play. He's like, the guy's like, all right, Calamar on guitar. And I'm like, son of a gun. Like, I kind of got a sense he was doing That's it. Me. And I, I'm glad he did it for me because I was yeah. not going to do it. I got up and played and no one cares, dude. You can play whatever on the guitar. The only people there are other people that are going to play too. Right. And everyone is okay with you sucking, like whatever. <laughs> but that much is certain. Well, I mean, sometimes they're not okay with you sucking. But. Yeah. Maybe if it was like a more serious jam of some sort, of, I don't know, but like, it's all good. So that, that's really that's where I want to be right out now. of all of like the band scenarios that I feel I could fit in the most mediocrely, if that's a word. Yeah. Like, and just like the, yeah, like I'm there, I can pinch hit for something. It would totally be something like a blues jam. Right. But I can't imagine actually showing up for that. So that's, I, that adds <laughs> another thing to it. Like, yep, show up at, you know, 
Oh, dude, we, and what about we wait like, for this... a helicopter to bring Stevie Ray Vaughan down and like, you know, he's going to Here, step in. Here's I mean, what that's... we did, right? We get on stage, plug in the guitar to the amp that they have there. Yep. I'm not going to noodle with the amp. Hopefully the <laughs> last guy didn't over noodle with the amp. You start I don't... smacking it. I, I don't, right? So I turn it on, plug it in, turn to the guy. He's like, it's going to be a jump blues in D. You know? And then I'm like, oh, I know jump blues. And then right. actually I was like, is it a quick four? And they're like, I got, I got deers in the headlights and I'm like, okay, that's okay. <laughs> for, for, for those listening and paying attention, a quick four means you do one measure of one. So let's say it's a blues in a, so that would be the one is a, the four is D like David. The five is E like echo, right? It sounds an awful lot like modes. No mode. Stop it. Uh, I mean, well, I'm Mixolydian, but anyway, A, D, and E, right? So a quick four just means you only do one measure of the one and you immediately go to the four and then you come back to the one for a while before you go to the mm. four again, as opposed to like four measures of, of one to four measures of four. Right. So I was like, is it a quick four we're doing? Because that's common in jump blues. Mm -hmm. They didn't understand what I asked. I kind of heard it as being a quick four, but we did. It was okay. It's, it, it doesn't even right. matter. It's, you know, like you're just kind of whatever. But that's so. cool. That's just a cool thing to metamorphosize into. So, okay. So the first question that popped in my mind when you said, oh, it's in uh, jump blues in D and is it quick or whatever. So how long was that song? Mm. These are totally for people to solo and play, right? Yeah. So it's like felt like five minutes okay how right? much did like did, did you get to be uh like nigel tufnell and step to the front of the stage and, oh like, my god so i got two i got two rounds right everyone did like soloed for two rounds there was a point where i was even playing notes that i wasn't fretting accidentally it was just like what is that horrible <laughs> oh that's me i'm missing i'm literally missing the string that i'm fretting i'm playing something else mm. um and and it's just like uh, okay, whatever. No one cares. But I think for something like that, and my and Josh, our friend Josh has said it before too. He's like, when you go to something like that, if you want more stage time, focus on the rhythm. Yes. Yeah. Nail rhythm, do a lot of rhythm. You're going to be like requested to play by, by other people. Like, hey, go up with us. Or yeah, you can stay organized with everybody else, right? Because that's really what rhythm is. How is the song organized? Oh, right? How fast right, right, is right, the organization right. of it? And like, so. I, I felt like the drummer and I were like locked. Yeah. You know, it was great. Like I can get rhythm guitar is like my jam. So then nerd Calamar. I've done this before. <laughs> when I had to play for an actual venue, it was like, we're going to play funk. All right. So then I went and studied my ass off with funk. So as an academician, I'm like, okay, blues. All right. So people just call it out. All right. So I need to classify the blues. Ah, okay. So then I'm like looking up stuff that Corey Congilio has done, right? Mm -hmm. Corey Congilio is on True Fire and he has his own thing called Working uh, Man. Working, working Class Guitar is working the name class, of it. That's right. And uh, that's why I, they call him, they call him the Working Class Guitar Guy. Yeah. 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 Corey is amazing. Um, and he's like, uh, complete blues guitar. And he breaks it down by style. And I'm like, all right, so that's mm. it. It's like Texas shuffle, slow Texas blues, a funk blues. Probably most people aren't going to play a funk blues. Chicago, you know, and then Chicago slow. And it's like, all right, that's it. So I, Chicago gonna... with Peter Cetera. 
So I'm talking <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> so I, that's what I did. So that's my thought process now. That's what I'm working on. It's like, I want to know two or three patterns in each of the major blues styles so that I can change it because there's vocalists or stuff. And I just, you know, it's nice to, after a round, you change your style. Yeah. And I want to nail like some turnarounds. If you're so lucky. Right. Turnarounds. Yes. Remember that word. Um, so let me ask you this, because I know that it's come up and we've talked about it before. And then we talked about modes, but we didn't necessarily map it. So for like a bit of like, oh, here's some follow-up we can do. When you look at a mode, yeah, how does a mode inherently map to any of like the styles that you just kind of yeah, referred to? Totally. Right. So right. I know there's like, whoa, this is a blues and like, this yeah. is a blues scale. I'm like, well, what's a blues scale? There's plenty of blues. That's just a pentatonic minor. Yep. Right. Um, yep. So similar to how like, you know, like harmonic minor sounds almost like a very Middle Eastern kind of thing. So is there a mapping that, oh yeah, Mixolydian maps onto Chicago jump blues? Yep. So jump blues, jump blues in general. Um, when you see a chord progression and they're like, this is an F blues, which is really the best way to say it. A blues is not an F major or F minor. It's an F blues. Why is that? Because it's not in a key. If you think about like a jump blues, let's say it's an F blues. That means, so what's the one? The one is the F. Mm -hmm. What's the four? It's the B flat. B flat. Yeah. And then the five is the C. C. However, generally for something like a jump blues and a lot of other blues, you might play the seven of each dominant seven of each one of those F seven, B seven, C seven, at least for jump blues. That's usually the sound you go for. It's a, okay. it's an F seven chord. It's a seven a dominant seven chord for all three of them. Well, that's not really a key, right? There's no key with three dominant chords in it. it doesn't exist. So it's, it's, it's not F major. It's not anything. It's F blues. So what's the approach? Well, you can do a lot of things with that. Like you can do a lot of things with that. One of them is to play sort of mixolydian because when we're talking about modes, there's seven modes, right? There's a mode for each degree of the diatonic scale as all our listeners know, because they've listened to our episode on it multiple <laughs> right, right, times. Right. Right. But I just want to make like, so modes are in my mind, other scales that exist, uh, but they exist for each degree of a scale. So um, the fifth degree of a scale, right? So if we were looking at a scale that was, uh, I guess, B flat, B flat, C, D, E, F. Okay. Mm-hmm. So F is the fifth degree of B flat major, if you will. Uh, so if it's B flat major, the fifth degree is the dominant. It's the F7. And it yeah. is the mixolydian. Because it's, it's a big inversion. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, it's the mixolydian mode of the B flat scale. So what do you play? You play B flat. We had this on our whole episode. Don't think of it as B flat. It's, it's what it is, is a major scale with a flat seven. Okay. So if you think about F major, (laughs) what's F major, F major is F G A B flat. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, C 
D E uh, F. Um, F major. Yes, that's F major. F major is F G A B flat C D E F. Now let's look at B flat. B flat is B flat A B C D E flat F G uh, B flat. Oh my goodness. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> B flat. Calamar just blew his own mind. Okay. B flat major. B flat C D E flat F G A B flat. Okay. So they're almost identical except for the E flat. F major doesn't have an E flat. So when you pay B flat major, it's just like F, but it's got a, it's got a flat seventh. Okay. That's the Mixolydian mode. That's the easiest way to think about Mixolydian. It's the major scale and you take your seventh and you go down from, you go down a half step. Okay. That's Mixolydian. Yeah. So So you could do Mixolydian F, Mixolydian B and Mixolydian uh, B flat and Mixolydian C when you're playing a jump blues and it sounds cool. So you're kind of going across three different scales when you're doing that, but. Hmm. Or you could play F major pentatonic, B flat pentatonic, maybe major, maybe. I mean, it kind of depends. And C pentatonic y kind of thing also. You gotta you gotta be kind of careful there because you might hit some notes that are a little bit off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. At a certain point, it just all becomes words to me. <laughs> Yeah, which yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. is is what it is. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we need. Remember in like um, chemistry class or like science class, you'd have like the little model of an atom. Yeah, right. And you had like the thing, and then you had the branch that took it to the electron or whatever. I obviously I don't know much about chemistry, but you had the stick. It went into the Tinker Toy thing, and like you built models off of that, and you talked about the number of electrons and stuff they had. We need one of those for guitar. It needs to be like a three dimensional thing because I can follow what you're saying yeah like, but i can't apply it to yeah save yeah my fucking life, no right? i know you what know? you it's mean like, yeah it's like- and i i think it's about knowing what are the characteristic sounds of the particular style of music mm-hmm. right is sort of what it comes down to and it's like oh this has people play around with the major third and the minor third here okay so that's kind of not just pentatonic minor pentatonic and you hear a lot of the flat seven in here. Like this is very characteristic and you hear the six and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, Oh, okay. So jump blues just hits on all these notes that aren't always in this or that pentatonic scale. Yeah. And you could find them. You could, you could, right. You can just noodle and kind of, find, you could go with like F major pentatonic, and then use chromaticisms, and that's probably the closest thing you're going to get there. One critical question, though, that revolves around all of this yeah, is, does this give you a whole new appreciation for the past couple months guitar lab that's going over minor blues? I, I, I haven't. I need to listen to them. I haven't watched them at all. Uh, no, I just joke because it's always like, it, it seems like it's just perpetually some sort of blues thing. Oh my goodness. Uh, Brad like, Carlton. Oh, great. Thanks again for the 
amazing blues breakdown there, which is great because he was a you know he's a blues player, but yeah, it's like and he has a little variety going on. Every like, how long have you and I been subscribing to True Fire now? Is it a year yet? It's got to be just about yeah, just about a year. Every free one, free because when you're okay, so Brian and I are both all access True Fire members which is an online platform for learning. Oh yeah. We got to tell people my car has a secret handshake. Yes. I can give you 30% off because they're awesome at true fire. And they gave me my own code calamar 30. Anyway, we'll leave that in the, in the credits also. Um, Brad Carlton resident true fire instructor, I think essentially. Uh, He's like the Dean. Yeah. Every month has released a different blues and it was like, major blues and now it's minor blues and it's yeah. been like five different courses it's been going this on for like a while. one hour courses right yeah I mean, no, they, he, they definitely take some time right he I mean, pours his heart out about the stuff yeah. like he's, he's great that that's a good cue for me because i have this thing that i want to introduce as a bit on each episode which i think is interesting and will tie in topically with what we're talking about and that's just like some sort of line from a Brad Carlton lesson. So I got one that just totally lines up with this. So he's talking about, he starts every goddamn lesson talking about modes and the exact same stuff that you just talked about. And, uh, and he talks about, you know, why it's important to learn this and understand the relationships so you know where you are so you can do the, the right things and practice the things and train your ear and all this stuff. And he says something to the effect of uh, if you're picking guys for a band, and you've got the person who's like the book nerd about uh, the uh, about music and a theorician, right? Is that the fake word I made up for a music <laughs> yes, theory that person? That was a fake a word. Theorician, <laughs> yeah. Um, or you got a guy with really good ears. Always take the guy with the ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. I have definitely been that theoretical person, and then someone else is like, "Oh, was that just a four you played?" And it's like. Damn, dude, how do you do that? That is amazing. That is yeah, amazing. Or the, or the after the fact, they're like, yeah, that, uh, you know, whatever you accomplished there was cool. And I'm like, oh, did I do something intentional there? Right, right, yeah. right. But you know what? So, so modes, I still stand by what I said in the episode. Like, you don't really need to learn them unless everyone else around you is talking about them so you can understand what the hell they mean. Yeah, I think conversant. I think chord tones are really, really, really clutch. So knowing your chords and what are the notes in the chords, so learning triads and then also four note versions of chords all over the place. And And then, yeah, I mean, that's where where it is, right? Those are the sweet notes. Yeah, and that's the fucking like tip off, right? Is the, how did you say it's the chord tone? So obviously you're following something. There must be a chord going on somewhere that is already doing its own version of harmonizing, right? There's different voicings in that chord and it's up to you to find the chord tone and it doesn't have to be one of those, but it has to be in a good sort of logical relation to that. And as you just pull different pieces of the spider web, they snap into place in different ways. And so it's just, it just totally gives it away. Like you can't be contextless like, I'm a really mixolydian player because that doesn't mean anything. If you're not listening to the chord tones, if you're not listening to yeah. the overall build of exactly, stuff, then totally that doesn't really matter. Totally. And in jazz, I have a jazz piano book I bought and a jazz theory book I bought because I was like, I'm going to learn jazz. They literally, basically, if you say a chord, any chord, 
especially the ones that have four notes or five notes in them, there is exactly a mode that connects to that chord, basically. So ergo, if you will, (laughs) ergo, if you know chord tones, you know modes, you just don't call them modes. Like if you know the chord tones, you're golden. You're already playing modes. Yep. So, and I think it's, it's like less stuff to have to keep track of while you're playing. I'm trying to think tones. of a I'm trying to think of a good Descartes joke, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Why don't we take a quick break? We'll be right back. Yeah. Having all the time in the world doesn't mean that you're productive. And having money in your bank account doesn't mean that you know what the future brings for you financially. But as they say, it gets really easy if you know the rules. And that's where on trajectory comes in. On trajectory is an easy to use, high fidelity financial planning tool that maps your income, investments, and expenses in a friendly graphical display. On Trajectory captures dozens of data points so that you understand how your decisions affect your finances now, two months from now, or years from now when your kid starts applying to college. Built by finance nerds, OT is for anyone who wants to gain a clear picture of their financial future. It takes your guesses and turns them into educated, fact-filled, and data-driven scenarios so that you're prepared for life's bumps and detours. On Trajectory will walk you through the real-life questions to build your financial plan. With its helpful onboarding, you'll be up and running and ready to model anything. Taxes, equity, income, debt, you name it. Getting financial peace of mind requires a plan you can trust, and On Trajectory gets you to that plan, or plans as the case may be. On Trajectory gives you complete control and flexibility and supports all the complexity of your real life. So find out where your money is taking you now. Go to www.grade43.com OT and sign up for free today. That's www.grade43.com OT. Thank you to On Trajectory for being a sponsor of Grade We're back again. We're doing a yeah. thing that podcasters do, which is after the break, they also point out that they're back. They're back again. So We're back, back again. Twice yeah. in it's the like same a, episode. Yeah. It's like a It's sequel. a refreshing break. You know, I got some water. Grade, grade 43, the sequel. 
I jogged. Now I'm back. <laughs> Taking some probiotics right now. Just yeah. to be the best person I can be. So uh, one thought what I wanted to wrap up with what we um, were talking about before. And I just made this note apropos of nothing, just thinking of what are we going to talk about and all this kind of miasma of different topics that we may or may not uh, hit into. But I knew we were going to talk about your live playing. And then I had the thought of three words. And those three words were how we solo. We never talk about that. I don't like we've talked about modes, right? We've talked about uh, this and we just continued to talk about modes. Yeah. We, I don't think we really talked about how we solo or how we improvised or whatever. Um, so I just kind of like find that interesting because I don't know. We've certainly talked about the tones and the equipment and stuff like that. But oh, we man. never really talked about like the, okay, doctor, you're scrubbing up. You're on stage. Yeah. What's your approach? So you just gave some very specific approaches. So, uh, a which, are, or which are tuned into like music theory. And as I started to think about this, I was like, yeah, I don't even know. I can do a good solo every once in a while, like once every 34th time. Right. I can do like a good solo. And other than that, I just have to pick opportunities to where I can just like add some sort of sound. It's more about a sound. Like uh -huh. I was thinking, um, I used to play slide guitar with a Corona beer bottle in the band and with a right. wah pedal and all, uh, we did like centerfold. We did the da, 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 with a wah pedal and an acoustic guitar. And, and everybody just, loved it, right? Yeah. And it was great. Or like blister in the sun. We used to do honky tonk blister in the sun with slide guitar. Um, and so it was always just more about like, can I make like a complimentary noise or yeah. something that can go with it? And I was like, Oh my God, that's, that's more shaker like than I thought. Like, yeah, I can noodle with some pentatonic stuff or some weird stuff, but when oh, it comes man. down to it, the thing that I could contribute the most is like, that's right. I held that D power chord in a really long echo, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but like I realized at the jam that man, the dude, the people that do it all the time, they kind of got it going on because yeah. I realized that when I'm soloing, if I make something for Instagram or I make something for us that I solo, it's on the 10th take or whatever, you know, it's yeah. not. Yep. Here it is. Oh, what, what was that key going to be in? Like, I, I'm still trying to remember what key I'm in and what we're doing. And then, oh, yeah. now you do a couple rounds. Oh, really? And then I am just like butchering the guitar. I am, I am like, <laughs> you know, I'm hitting the guitar. Like I'm a, like the guitar like is my gorilla. chest and I am a gorilla and the <laughs> strings are my enemy and I'm hitting them as hard as I can. And it is the worst thing ever. And I, and all of that went through, I could not sleep that night after I played at this jam. I was like, wow. I was just like a, like a troglodyte like playing this guitar, like a cave person. Is that a mode troglodyte? Yeah. Troglodyte is a mode. <laughs> and, uh, I got to chill out and I got to like play and, and like chill out. And then, you know, remember when we used to read guitar magazines, mm -hmm. like guitar player and guitar world, and you'd hear them, they'd interview people and they'd ask them like, what's going on when you're, and it's like, I really think about a story or stuff that's happened to me or whatever. And then I just play the, play notes and stuff it's like wow really That's like crazy. some people in their guitar cases would have messages to themselves and stuff to like just kind of like that's impressive because their... for me right? it feels like i'm typing on a foreign keyboard 
in a foreign <laughs> language sometimes. Right. right. Oh, that's totally what I did. Right. Because I was like missing the string that I was even fretting. I was just like, oh, that was supposed to be P-O-L-I. And I wrote J-U-H-Y on that that's keyboard. Right. Like I was not even close to the letters. Where the fuck's the exclamation point? Where's the exclamation point? Oh, my God. Where uh, is that tilde? You try to write some French. You're like, how do I turn on the accents on this yeah. thing? Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so I think dude, that, that's so interesting. Yeah, so I just think like that's weird when we think about like how we solo. Like I would never be a soloist, right? And I've seen any number of people, you know, play over music I've done and been like just amazing and have just shredded. And I've been like, wow, yeah. that was impressive. And they're like, eh, I don't know, I wasn't really too happy with it. I'm like, yeah, are you fucking kidding me? Right, yeah. right. And now I want to sing because. Although this blue session kind of has me back to like, well, I don't need to worry about it because someone else wants to sing. Yeah. But uh, when I, I, I have actually been to like two different live things and the other live thing I went to, which was a jam session is more impromptu. So it's kind of like, why don't you sing something, pick a song. And it's like, ah, oh, shit, if we want to play this song, kind of got to have someone sing it. So maybe I need to learn to sing. Huh. And then it just changes everything even more playing the guitar is like a thing to complement your singing and the band and maybe do a solo and whatever. And then you think like Jimi Hendrix, Holy cow, his brain is like <laughs> no two brains. Yeah. Like what's going on there. Yeah. Give me four chords to sing over like singing and playing or a lot of articulate notes. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. Or, or playing harmony to your singing yeah. or something, you know, yeah. like whatever. That's nuts. That's nuts. So that's, a, that's such a great question. How, do you solo? And I feel like we could have a whole episode about that and thinking about like, uh, you know, I only think about two notes per string. So my phrases always end up a certain way, or I only think about blah, blah, blah. And so <laughs> it all makes for certain, I right? Just, like I, I rely so much on this, my index finger and my ring finger. And like, right. I'm so bad at doing anything that calls on the rest of my hand. I know. Right. And then uh, I'm thinking about blues and it's like, well, I don't want to try to sound like Steve Ray Vaughn or maybe for Texas. You don't have blues, the strings I... for that. <laughs> but like each style of blues has a different kind of style of soloing. So like, mm-hmm. wow, what's that? So like these blues things can be really cool. And every week you can kind of just maybe pick yeah. something, but then you got to hope you're going to get to play that unless you're calling it. So it's, you know, it, it, it's cool. It is kind of neat that it's a standards-based thing. Like, no one's standing up going, I I mean, I guess some people eventually do, but no one stands up and goes, "Uh, we're going to do this blues song that I wrote last night. Oh, right. Right? So everybody's doing something which is more or less in a canon of work. Yeah. Yeah. That just makes it kind of cool and accessible because then you're just playing with the parts that are given you and you can do whatever you want. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to kind of learn a library, right? And yeah, then you're yeah. you're in good shape. If you go to a blues jam, I think for a couple of years, you'll kind of have it. Yeah. Like you'll 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 know the library pretty well, and you can keep working on it or whatever, or not work on it and kind of play the same <laughs> thing over and over again. But that's okay too. You're having fun. That's what it's for. Like we yeah, we we gloss over the most important point. Did you have fun, Calamar? Exactly. Right. Was it that was, a, was that a good share? Right. Like you and I are two old dudes. Our social (laughs) lives get small as you get older. Usually you make less and less friends or whatever. So like this is just a nice way to get out there. And actually, that's incorrect. 
<laughs> it's fewer and fewer friends. Oh, fewer and fewer. All right, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Man. Oh my goodness! All right, let's talk. We should talk about some here. We should talk about instrument cables. Oh my goodness! Yes. Yes. Briefly, okay. ever so briefly. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. They're like so, big. They're like bigger versions of strings, so we need to address them. Did you end up buying forty foot length strings so you could practice your? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I did. I have it strung behind the behind my house in the swamp. Uh, uh, so my buddy Keith, who listens to our podcast, uh, indirectly gave me a critique because he said, "Hey, for you folks who have the." the plug on your guitar on, on the main surface of the guitar. How do we, how do we describe that? Where the strings are the, the and where face the face of the guitar on the face of the guitar. So some instrument plugs are there and sometimes they're like on the side, right. Or something. So my new guitar, it's totally like you plug it into the face of the guitar. Yeah. And he said, you know, I just can't bear to see an instrument cable that is not at a right angle yeah, going into that makes sense. a guitar that's on the face a plug that's on the face of the guitar. <laughs> I don't have any of those. So I was like, ooh, okay, well, you know, my instrument cables are all 20 to 30 years old. One of them's from Radio Shack. Uh, the other yes. one is realistic. From, what? Is it a realistic? It just says Radio Shack on it. <laughs> uh, but it's like braided. You know, it's nice. Mm. I, I, it's 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 very cool. That's a good um, find. I think I paid twenty bucks for it twenty years ago. I don't know. And then I have one from Guitar Center from aeons ago, and it's nice too. And it was cheap, and it's like lifetime guarantee from Guitar Center. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I said, all right, let me get one of these. So now, of course, I'm older. I have some guac money. I am an academician, so I'm like, let me research instrument cables now. So uh, I did. I went down this rabbit hole of instrument cables, and I learned how to buy them a little bit better. And one of the tricks, so my friend's a, he's a sound engineer, he, he, and, and he, he's explaining to me, like, for your instrument cable, you should look at the brand of the components, if you have a sense of these two or three brands, if these two or three brands are used to, and of course I didn't come prepared, so I don't have the two or three brands here, but we will put them in the notes. We'll put in the but notes. You can imagine what they are. Right. Um, um, then you know that they spent the money to make a decent cable and they're going to make a good cable basically. So I, I followed his advice and it turns out basically if you want a 20 foot cable, you're going to spend 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way around it. It's going to be in that, in that range, but it's cool. Cause this one actually has a little, uh, no noise thing. I forget what the brand name of it is, but basically when it's plugged in, there's a, a little ring on the, on the outside of it, which finishes the connection. And so then it, it sends sound to the amp. So when you unplug it, it actually disconnects the connection. So now if you touch the tip, there's no noise. So it's noiseless as soon as you unplug it. Interesting. Yeah, you don't get, you know, like any of that kind of stuff happening. Like we had at the beginning of tonight's episode. Yeah, if you touch something and in your amp, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to destroy the speaker on my amp or something. So this is like, yeah. it's pretty nice. 
Interesting. Yeah. So do you think, uh, is the component portion of it more for the sonic qualities or more for longevity? No, I think it's build quality. I asked him about like, oh, does the, does the material that it's made from, you know, some swear by cables that are made by whatever, because they have less or more, um, what uh resistance and stuff like that you know like that we've talked <laughs> uh, to uh, paging dr shaker yeah because i mean the longer your cable more signal loss you're gonna get the more sig- that's that's a fact yep but generally you're not gonna have a cable that's long enough for that to matter that much yeah unless you try unless you're like okay i'm gonna have a woundy up like the, the little spirally play, cable play across the english channel 50 foot cable Yes, you're going to have a lot of signal loss. But if you're buying a 10 or 20 foot cable, that's not as critical as like just the quality of the build of your of your cable. Have you ever had personally where and I never, you know, when I was playing out, I never really paid attention. Like the best instrument cable was the coolest one you could get for the least amount of money. Oh, yeah. So like like, that's why you've got the Radio Shack braided one, because it was cool and it was the right amount of money and it still works today. So like that's. Yeah, totally, totally. And and I got another buddy. So I'm on the True Fire Discord channel and I brought up I'm like, what instrument cable do you all use? And this guy that goes by Savage. What's up, Savage? He's (laughs) got a guitar repair shop, too. He's out in Washington State. So check him out. Uh he said, I buy local and I buy whichever one has a lifetime guarantee. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's a good, that's pretty good. And he says, I tend to have less problems with anything like that. Yeah. So, um, so I also recently purchased an instrument cable. Mm. And what was very weird is like I'd been seeing and I got like some promotional email. And of course, it was a PRS instrument cable. And I was like, oh, whatever. But they talk about it like it's the most world changing thing that you've ever gotten. And I got it for the right price. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. Like I got it off Amazon. I was like, that's like half of what I should should pay for this. And I don't know what the context was of getting it. And I got it. And my initial reaction to it was I was so annoyed with it because it just wouldn't stay straight. Didn't sound any better than anything. I think I actually had a pickup problem, which I attributed oh. to the, the cable itself. Cable. But I got to say, after, you know, four to six weeks with it and it's broken in a little bit, yeah, seems like it's pretty good. Yeah. That's about all I can say about it. Yeah. I mean, the one I bought in a way, I don't, I don't particularly think it's any nicer than my 20 year old ones. Cause my, all, both of my 20 year old ones have that like nice braided exterior. So they're like super rugged. And this is just like super thin, like that, like just black yeah. rubber cable, the one I just bought. So it's like, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, if I if I went and get something that's also braided on the outside and has all that, it is going to be $60, 70 nowadays. It's it's no joke. It's not 20 yeah. bucks anymore. <laughs> no. And what's so weird then, like the question I was driving at, have you ever like experienced like the just like, oh, I, I swapped the cable and it sounded so much better. And I'm sure I have, but I know like that's because I was using some bottom of the barrel 399 patch cable that was like right. a foot long from Radio Shack maybe. And it was the same material and it was curled up like an old telephone cord, right? right? <laughs> right. So for right. some reason, and it changed that to a real cable. But I was just trying to think like, you know, is there anything like that's, that seems to me, I'm not suggesting that one should do this, but it seems to me a market ripe for like these cables 
because we're just talking about electricity and impedance and stuff like that. Yeah. These cables are the best. They're an integral part of my tone. Oh, that's there. There, there's is definitely. It? Are there oh, people yeah. like that? Okay. Like there's a brand out there, a couple of brands out there that they're very much advertising that, like sound loss and whatever, and this hmm. is made with this, and it's like that, and. And then you got the cheapos on Amazon. They're like, well, this is gold plated. There's plenty of those. And it's like, <laughs> until we change the name because of IP infringement in a month. Yeah. yeah. And gold plated cables. I don't think gold plated connectors are making a big difference <laughs> in my life. So, uh, yeah. So Keith, I have a cable now and, uh, yep. You'll be very happy to, to see it next time. I, I record something on Instagram. So nice. We'll but, be there to we'll be there to critique it. Yeah. But that brings us to the topic, I guess. You know, you got the instrument cable and whatever you're playing out with. Are we are we gonna talk about the article you read or the video you sent me about having kits in your life? Oh yes, 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 yes. So uh I don't think we we necessarily need to go in depth here, but actually the instrument cable was what made me think of a kit idea. Yeah. So um I'll post post it in here. Another podcast I saw the one of the hosts posted this video and it was about just like good ways to organize things. And the one example yeah. was like don't throw jumper cables in the back of your car. Take like a little file box and cut your own custom length jumper cables and mount them in a box that's inside your engine box under your hood so that when you need them, you can just kind of like pop them out. Like this is a great idea of a kit. And it just yeah. gave me the idea that, oh, we should totally think of some episode related content that's driven to like a kit. Calamar, I'm sending you to the Outer Banks on vacation for two weeks what is your vacation guitar kit? Yep. Um, no, I mean, like I love that, the so. kit I did. Like that article, that video, which is not music related. It helps you really streamline how you think about your house. Because oh, yeah. the other thing it says there that like piles are the enemy of like, yes. it's, that's like the biggest red flag that your and, house. And needs. you may only stack similar items. Right. That's got to be the biggest violation. Right. And I mean, I'm looking in my office now and it's like, it's all stacks of random <laughs> crap. And it's yeah. just like, I kind of hmm. like it. They're like the pyramids, right? You know, I've got one big piece of paper, then yeah. another size piece of paper, then another size rectangle and yeah. another size piece of paper on top of that. It's but you can stuff. just take your whole life and be like, what's my tooth? Because when we're talking about kit, you have to kind of do a paradigm shift. We're not talking about a kit only for a trip. Like you mentioned, oh yeah, what's your yeah, guitar kit for going example. to yeah. the Outer Banks? But that's where my brain first goes, right? Like what's my what's my toiletry kit for my trip or whatever? <laughs> right. Your right? dop kit. What's your dop <laughs> kit, right? But then you just do that at home. It's like, oh, what's my open the mail, send stuff to pay a bill? Because sometimes you do still need to send yep. a bill. Do you have a kit for that? Or do you need to go to four different parts of your house to get a stamp, an envelope, a pen, mm -hmm. and a whatever? Right. Yeah. So where, where does that shit live? How where do does you... that shit live? And it's the same yeah. for music. It's kind of like, how do I get maximum enjoyment for minimum cost at home? And if I want to play out, what is that transition? Like the other day when I went to play out, I had to like get a bunch of crap together. It just wasn't ready. Oh yeah. You, and you it's can't not the same the as what I have in my just room. Just your here. guitar. You yeah. can't leave the house with just your guitar and your amp. As we mentioned, you need an instrument cable, right? Yeah. You need a tuner. We talked right. about that. Oh my god! Right, we're a like, guitar stand, perhaps, depending on what you're doing. Guitar stand, yeah, probably like, need more than one pick. Yeah, 
there's all yeah. this stuff, all these cables and whatever strings and, in case you bring them. Man, this is a complicated hobby we picked. Uh, dude, I <laughs> I now have a once again. I used to have this anyway. I have a gym bag in my closet now with my gig kit. You know, to be able to show up at a gig. That's the other beauty of the. This is why the blues jam for me right now. That's where I want to be. It's where I can go for free. I can have a beer. All I bring is my guitar and and, and picks. Oh, wait, and a tuner. <laughs> okay, maybe not just a guitar, but pretty close. And a set of left-handed golf clubs. And Right, <laughs> right. And a distortion pedal. No, they 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 actually are very clear. Do not bring pedals. Do yeah. not bring amp. We don't have time for this shit. It's like, you just need to plug it. And if you're going to, if you want all that, the same for you, you know? People are definitely not there for your tone. No, they're not even there for your solo. It's so funny. I'm listening to people's solo and they're so serious. And I'm looking at the audience and they're like eating their food and drinking their beer. They could care yeah. less about your solo, which is fine, right? Yeah. Because you think they are. And so who cares for you? The pressure's on and it's As great. long as you're providing the, the whole giant experience, right? Yeah. You know, you're, you're, totally. filling in the, you're filling in the background with yeah. incredible. And it's rhythm guitar people. Get with credible mixolydian riffs and if it's flourishes. a jump blues right if i mean if you're doing blues. a minor blues maybe maybe don't go into that mixolydian business <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. not unless there's a hammond b3 organ so we all right so we talked kits we talked all this stuff uh, it's really i feel like the juices are flowing right now but we do want to be conscientious of time so i think we should get into something we've done in the past and we're going to do again now, which is true fire roulette. Yep. That's right. Teacher yep. hasn't really liked our attendance record. So we're going to sign right. a little, it's going to sign a little homework here. Yep. So yep. Calamar is going to assemble his, uh, subroutine, which. Yep. I'm looking I here think now. Just hits, just hits what F12. Is that what you do to go into debug mode? D yep. You got to go into developer yeah. mode. Cause the only way I can do this without peaking is to, uh, <laughs> look at the divs. And that because they don't tell me what's the content there. And we've gotten a little more streamlined. Let's see. Blues. All right. Ooh. Waiting with bated breath. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. Truefire.com slide guitar lessons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Slide supernatural blues. Oh. Lesson C824. I don't know if we're going to stick to lesson C824 necessarily. C824. What star date is that lesson due on? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the who is the uh, Who's the instructor? Who do we get this time around? This is Sonny Landritz. Slide oh, no Supernatural way. Blues. Yeah. Slide Supernatural. That's cool. I think Shaker will uh, appreciate that. I believe he yeah, enjoys the Sonny Landreth. This is exciting. I know nothing about Sonny Landreth. And, I know uh, the name and that's it. As I'm scrolling down, we're talking about two different tunings even. Ooh. And uh, G, like like golf and D like Delta. This is not at all what I've been thinking about for. So, so <laughs> it's fun fact. I just bought a slide because there's another true fire. And we're like total true fire. Madeline at true fire. You're, you're <laughs> the social media queen of true fire. You guys, y'all just got to sponsor our podcast. Cause we do love true fire, I guess. Uh, uh, Ariel Posen. Okay. Is another true fire guy. And so I like list sometimes when I see a person I've never heard, then I'll go listen to them on, on some sort of streaming service or whatever, man, that guy plays some mean slide. It's so <laughs> good. And it's not like Delta blues, right? Cause when we think of blues slide guitar, it's kind of like, 
Ah, Delta Blues, Howlin' Wolf. Okay, cool. Awesome. But this is like contemporary Hmm. rock, and he plays in in standard tuning, and it just is really cool. And and, and so um, I started to like – so then I'm like, okay, are there any Ariel Posen online tips about slide guitar? As a matter of fact (laughs) – Just a few. There's so many people that have interviewed him and are like, so if I want to start playing slide, what should I do? And there's, there's the same, he's got the same thing like five times with different people, which is cool. He's doing, he's, he's very cool about it. And he's just like, yep, here's what you should care about. And so I bought, remember when we were uh, dicking around with our version of fat bottom girls, we did a little bit of the slide. So this is what back into. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. So I've always used a socket wrench for slide. <laughs> I literally <laughs> metric or imperial, whichever one fit my finger. <laughs> uh, years ago in Blacksburg, there was this guy that would come out and play at a bar called Champs. He played slide guitar and he um, stomped on a box. And his wife played a snare drum and a kick drum, and he played blues guitar. And it was like a great show. It was That's just like cool. really great. And one time there was a snowstorm and he couldn't get out of Blacksburg. I'm like, dude, you can just crash at our place. So he and his wife crashed at my apartment. Nice. And then he, he's like giving me all these like, yeah, man, just a socket wrench and whatever <laughs> and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I never really got into blues. I think it's probably because the socket wrench is like really heavy and just kind of like not for me. So <laughs> I followed Ariel Posen's tips recently. I'm really sorry to that guy who's now I don't remember his name, but this slide I bought is just great. So I'm excited about this. That's um, cool. The course we're going to do. Um, All right. Well, and also just, keep, keep your eye on the lookout for a package from me, which I think may come in handy. In this I've already had the, I like, like I mentioned playing slide with a Corona bottle. I've done that yeah. before live. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've had a, just a variety of slides. Never have done anything very good with them at all. Open so. tuning? Were you playing Corona with an open tuned guitar? No, or? no, no. We would just do um, we would do Blister in the Sun, and we did a honky tonk version of it. So I would just kind of like slide all around the neck, just to give it that kind of that kind of like lap steel kind of sound to it. Yeah, yeah. Did you have um, the delay turned way up or yeah, something? Uh, or yeah, kind of exactly. Very tripping. Very, very affected kind of thing. And I have messed with it a little bit in open tuning, but yeah, I've not I've not ever tried to do it the right way yeah 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 i i don't even know what the right way is so this will be interesting yeah so i guess look out for an episode where we're going to talk about our process for learning slide for this course and then maybe talk about slides in general what we're using and maybe try to do something in the fashion of sunny landreth Right. No promises. Good, that, could, that could be a good look for us. Yeah. 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 So keep an eye out for that. And, you know, while we're on the topic, since we're kind of wrapping up, you know, we, we definitely have a few interviews in the pipeline that we're excited about. Um, you know, we've gotten feedback from folks, uh, you know, uh, something that folks are really interested in is like our process for doing things even. So we're excited about that too, as like, sort of topics for episodes, like talking about what we just did, right? Like, how do you go get ready for a blues jam? Or how do you do this slide guitar thing? And so we're excited about that kind of topic. And then, like I said, the interviews and kind of seeing what people are about and the communities that they're in and how they are kind of, 
you know, connecting what they do to their musical community, I think is always sort of an interesting topic. People like that. So I'm excited about what we got going on. Season two of grade 43 yeah, is so getting to kicked speak. off right. today. Exactly. So. Yeah, this is the, the, the album, second album, right there. Yeah. Our, our sophomore I mean, effort. <laughs> we are, um, let me see here. Let me make sure I can do this. Yeah, we are. We are back. And also, get off my lawn. of a human in general yeah totally last month understandable i feel like job though i even got poison ivy dude it's like come on oh that that wasn't the monkey pox it wasn't the monkey pox <laughs> it's good but it's still here it's like i think i might be allergic to virginia creeper i didn't even know that was mm. a thing <laughs>